Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome along. Tradies News in a nutshell for your Thursday morning. It is the 2nd of March, 2023. And we've made it. The start of the NRL season tonight in just over 12 hours' time. Good to have your company broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. All before Vossi and Brandy for breakfast in about an hour's time. Queensland listeners, you'll get the first hour of Vossi and Brandy. Randy then Patton Heels from 6am local time. What is your excitement level today as you wake up and realise you're going to get some footy, not just tonight, uh, but over the weekend and for the next seven months? The long summer almost over and time for the rugby league to start up again. And a good one tonight as well with the Eels taking on the Melbourne Storm. one 300 or 0457736736. For mine, I think the off-season has gone pretty quickly. Now, I was overseas for six or seven weeks of it, but has gone fairly quickly, but really looking forward uh, to getting some footy back on the field tonight. Coming up uh, in two parts today, myself and Charlie Goodsir uh, caught up yesterday, and we're going to preview the season and give our big predictions. But I want to hear from you as well. I've got two char grill Charlie vouchers to give away uh, to the value of $19 this morning. So I just want to hear from you about three things. 0457 736 736 or one 1170 First one, who is going to win the competition and who's going to be the runner-up? We asked you about most improved team and Dally M medalist on Tuesday. Yesterday, we asked Wooden Spooner today, who's going to be in the grand final and who is going to win? And if you want to be creative, you don't have to, but if you want to be creative, I know it's early, at the headline, what's going to be the big headline? of 2023. What can you see happening in 2023? Could be a bit of fun as well. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 The grand finalists and the premiers in seven months' time uh, when the season does end, who is it going to be? 1300 1170 or 0457 736 736 The grand finalists um, and also... Uh, a headline for the year, and also your excitement level as we head towards the first game a little later on tonight. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. As I say, after the next break, we'll get stuck into our season preview with Charlie Goodsir, but uh, all yours today, 1300 01 1170 on the open line. Text 0457 736 736 to Grill Charlie vouchers to give away. It is three minutes past five in New South Wales, three minutes past four in Queensland. Before we get stuck into the season preview, let's just have a look at what else is making uh, news today. And good news for the Parramatta Reels as well, uh, coming into their clash against the Melbourne Storm tonight. Now, we know the Mitchell Moses saga continues and... He still hasn't made a firm decision. We thought we might get a decision last week. Then we thought we might get a decision this week. We still haven't had one. Um, and highly doubtful we'll get one 
today. But they have received a good boost on the eve of the season with barnstorming uh, winger Mike Acevo re-signing a new contract with the club. So we know he's a popular figure amongst the Parramatta fans, amongst NRL fans as well, and he's extended his future at the club until the end of 2025. He's been one of the team's top try scorers since joining the club in 2019. Incredible 67 tries in 83 appearances. Um, the Eel statement from the general manager of football, Mark O'Neill, uh, said Micah is such a powerful athlete who is not only difficult to contain, but he can score tries from almost impossible positions. He is one of a handful of players in the NRL who can bring the crowd to their feet during a match. The noise and atmosphere at Combank Stadium is unforgettable when Micah scores a try. With a young family, we're glad that he has extended his time at the Eels and we look forward to celebrating more milestones together. So good news for the Parramatta Eels with Sevo extending his stay. But we still wait uh, with interest to see what Mitchell Moses does. Uh, they would want to get it sorted pretty soon because if it does continue, it will probably... I think it would probably turn into a bit of a distraction for the Parramatta Eels. Look, I still think he'll stay with Parramatta, but the longer it goes, the more chance you have to give the West Tigers. And now the Broncos, they're in action tomorrow night against the Penrith Panthers. They're weighing up a dramatic 11th hour bid for Gold Coast star David Fita. After we know Herbie Farnworth and Tom Flegler went to the Dolphins or have signed with the Dolphins, uh, which now means Brisbane have $1.5 million left in their salary cap. And it can be revealed the Broncos have emerged as a late contender for for Fafita's signature as they consider getting back one back on their southeast Queensland rivals, the Titans, by luring the barnstorming forward back to Red Hill. He's 23 years old, Dave for Fafita, has multi-million dollar offers on the table from the Gold Coast in Canberra, but the Broncos have been keeping an eye on negotiations with a view to entering the race to the Queensland start. Um... They were last month approached about their interest in Fafita, who is off contract at this season's end, but they were hamstrung by salary cap constraints. Um, David Fafita, no doubt, has a lot of talent. A lot of talent. But it, would he be a good signing for the Brisbane Broncos? Uh, Canberra would love to have him, or is he better off staying with the Gold Coast Titans? He doesn't always play the football that we expect of David Fafita, but he can be a very good player. can be a great player. Would it be a good idea if you're a Broncos fan up early listing in Queensland? David Fafita, would you welcome him back to the club? Is David Fafita a good signing? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And just before we take a break and get stuck into our season preview and hear from you, the cricket yesterday. Did you watch much of it? Did you listen to it here on SEN? I must say, I only caught little bits and pieces of it. Uh, I was out and about yesterday afternoon. Uh, I looked at the score, uh, and India were one down. And then all of, a sec- all of a sudden, I switched it on. They were five down. Australia enjoying their best day of the series so far, bowling out India for 109 uh, before reaching four for 156 in reply to take a 47-run lead at stumps on day one of the third test. Uh, India won the toss and elected to bat first, but Australia's spinners wreaked havoc. Uh, Matthew Kuhneman claimed his maiden five-wicket haul in tests on day one of the test, finishing with five for 16 from nine overs. Uh, Nathan Lyon getting three wickets. 
Australia responded, as I say, by reaching stumps at four for 156, with Cameron Green not out on six and Peter Hanscom not out on seven. Uh, Travis Head went early, but Usman Khawaja made a handy 60, minus Labuschagne 31, uh, combined for a 96-run partnership, which is the best partnership in the series. Uh, Steve Smith out for 26. So Australia leading by 47 runs, four for 156 after day one. Are you confident? Can Australia capitalise on this great start to the third test? We spoke to Menes yesterday. He was quietly confident about Australia winning this test match. They've got off to a good start. India out for 109. Australia four for 156 in reply. As I say, 47 runs ahead. Uh, does it go longer than a couple more days? Uh, there were some jokes flying, floating around on social media midway through the play yesterday that it might have might have only been a one-day test. Uh, into the second day, what do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 The cricket, can Australia capitalise on the start? Uh, of the f third test that we saw yesterday. It is nine past five in New South Wales, nine past four in Queensland. Don't forget, here we're here for Makita. This season, Makita helps you rule the outdoors. Now, going to take a break, going to get stuck into our part one preview of our season with myself and Charlie Goodsir. But want to hear from you this morning. Who is going to be featuring the grand final this year and who is going to win the premiership? Easy question. You can also put a headline in if you want. What headline do you think we're going to see in 2023 in the NRL? Your excitement levels. And David Feeder, could he be going back to the Broncos? And is he a good signing? one 1170 is the open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. Two Chargrill Charlie vouchers to the value of $19 to give away for you this morning to our best contributors to the show. So jump on the open line, one 1170 Flick a text through to me, 0457 736 736. It's 10 past five in New South Wales, 10 past four in Queensland. Back with your texts and your calls next. Going to be joined by Charlie Goodsir in just a second for part one of our NRL preview. Want your thoughts on what we have to say as well in it. Just before that, asking your thoughts on 0457 736 736, your excitement level, who is going to end up winning the grand final and who's going to be the runners-up and the headline in the NRL for 2023 and also the cricket. Are you confident uh, what we saw yesterday? Uh, Alan Belford-Jones has texted in on 0457 736 736. He says, oh, Daniel, wrap it up. NRL is back at long last. Go, my mighty Tigers. I'm up and about uh, this morning. I'm ready to go. Thank you, Alan. Uh, he's very excited, which is great. Good. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. Want to hear from you this morning. Let's get stuck into our preview with Charlie Goodsir. Now on Tradies, the NRL preview. Charlie Goodsir, good morning. Good morning. I'm very excited for this season. Very excited. Is it the most anticipated? I know we say this every year, but is it the most anticipated season ever? Oh, I think it may be. I think especially with uh, the entry of the Dolphins, a new team, mm. um, a lot of player movements over the offseason. I think a lot of teams that uh, were poor last season, I think are going to be a lot better. Mm. Um and I think the the narrative for me entering can Penrith uh, do the three pen and go back to back to back. Mm. So uh, yeah, I'm super keen. It, it is one of the best seasons in a while. And 
the kickoff to the season as well. I know we've had the pre-season challenge and that was good to see Rugby League on TV, World Club Challenge, Charity Shield. That was all good. But this is the real stuff that starts tonight. Yeah, yeah. That, all that stuff was a precursor. That, that was the entree, if you will. Now we're ready for the main course. So what we are going to do is uh, we're going to go through each team from bottom up from the ladder from last year. Obviously, we'll start with the Dolphins. Just get a, f- a few quick thoughts on them and whether they will make the top eight or not. Before that, just a little thing I want to ask you. Dellium medalist this year. So we're looking a long way down the track, September, October. Who would be, and it's very hard to choose, but who would be your Dellium medalist if you had to pick right now before the season has even started? Oh, tough. Um, I know this is probably a pretty boring answer, but James Tedesco. Yeah. I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get from him week in, week out. Mm. I think he'll always pick up one or two votes here and there, even in a, a poor performance. Mm. Uh, and poor performance for him on a on a scale is uh, some of the best in the league. So I'm going Teddy. I'm going Joey Manu. I reckon Manu could have, yeah, because I think he's another one that if the Roosters do well, and most people expect them to, he will always pick, usually pick up votes. So we'll see what happens, but there's Nathan Cleary at this camp. There's so many people we could go through. Now, we'll get your wooden spooners as we go along, but let's start from the bottom up. Dolphins, because they didn't play last year, so they weren't in the ladder. Um, tough first task, and we'll talk about it tomorrow against the Roosters. How do we see the Dolphins going? They've got super coach Wayne Bennett. A lot of talk about Anthony Milford being dropped this week. We'll see if he comes back into the side at some point this year. I don't see the Dolphins winning the wooden spoon, but I don't see them making the top eight. No, they won't make the top eight, but I agree with you. I don't see them winning the wooden spoon. I love the Anthony Milford uh, non-selection from Wayne Bennett, and I love that uh, Jesse Bromwich and also Wayne Bennett have come out and Mm. and said exactly why he hasn't been picked, that he's he's not fit enough, his attitude isn't there. And I think that's exactly what a new club should start off with and be very open to not only the media, but the players as well. Mm. Doesn't matter your stature in the game. Doesn't matter how many games you've played or where you've been or the accolades you have. Mm. If you don't meet the standards of the club, Mm. you're not going to get picked. And I think that's so important for Mm. a new club to get right, the culture. Mm. I, yeah, I I don't think they'll win the wooden spoon. I don't think they'll be in the top eight. I think they'll be competitive. The only problem is injuries. If any injuries that... Gee, that, that, that squad is just really paper thin. So that's the, that's the only issue. But any Wayne Bennett team, in my opinion, uh, aren't wooden spoon contenders. Top eight or not? No, not top eight. No, me neither. So no teams in the top eight yet. Uh, last, last year, it was the West Tigers. Now, we know the name, uh, uh, some big name signings. John Bateman won't play this weekend. Uh, Abby Coruscant there. Tim Sheen's down coach, along with Benji Marshall, Robbie Farah. Tigers, how do you see them going this year? Slightly better, but then we're not going to make the top eight. No top um, eight. And I don't think they're going to be that much better. I still think they'll be bottom four. Mm. And I know the text probably saying, oh, they've got Apicorosa, they've got David Clemmer, they've uh, got John Bateman, they've got all these stars. That's great. Mm. That's not the problem. The problem is all the culture and the off-field stuff and all the dramas and the leaking around the West Tigers. It doesn't matter how many players you get, how many you know, coaching Wunderkins you also bring in as well. It, it it really doesn't matter. Unless you fix the business end of the things in the front office, you're going to lose uh, on the field every week. No top eight? No top eight. I think they'll be improved, but I can't say. I think they'll be there or thereabouts, but I can't see them making the top eight. No for me as well. The Warriors, back in New Zealand, uh, they played a few games there at the back end of last year, and we saw how improved they were. No doubt being back in New Zealand will help them. 
my question mark, is it going to help them enough to make the top eight? I just think they lack star power. And I think mm. Reese Walsh is a massive loss for the team. I, again, sort of foresee bottom four. They usually just start really well and just fade away really badly in the back end of the season and sort of lose a bit of relevance, unfortunately. So, yeah, no top eight for mine. I think there'll be a bit of momentum behind them at the start of the season being back at home. I just can't see them making the top eight. They'll have ebbs and flows, but I agree. I Just, that just for me, they'll sign a few good players, but they just don't have, uh, as you say, the star power. The Newcastle Knights, Caelan Ponga at 5'8", we believe. Jackson Hastings has joined the club from the Tigers. Good signing. I know you are a Knights fan. Do you say, oh, Look, I think they'll be improved this year, maybe, but do you see them making the top eight? We won't make the top eight, but mm. I predict maybe around 10th to 12th, mm. I think. And even if we finish 13th, I think we'll win more than six games this season. Mm-hmm. I think Jackson Hastings is a really good sign. I'm really excited yeah. to see Caelan Ponga at six. I think Lockie Miller is a really good choice at fullback. I'm really optimistic about the Knights. And I, I know it's probably going to be not a great season in terms of wins, loss, and whether they make finals. But after last season, I'm I'm up for anything. I'm just up for improvement. And I think Adam O'Brien needed to have a really hard look in the mirror this offseason and think, what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? And mm. make some changes. I think Ponga at six is an excellent change. It'll be interesting to see how it works. He'll be doing a lot more tackling, a lot more defending than he normally would at, at fullback. But, yeah, I'm optimistic, but not, we're not making the eight. And they've got to stick with Caelan Ponga at 5'8 as well. If you go to, and he said on the Summer Breakfast Show a couple of months ago, Adam O'Brien, that they've been training with Caelan Ponga right throughout the summer. If that is true at 5'8, if that is true, he's got to stay there. I still think no top eight for the Newcastle Knights. Now, uh, one of my favourite things to do each and every uh, week was to ask you about the Gold Coast Titans, and we'll ask you about them tomorrow uh, and if they're going to win their first game this weekend. Can they make the top eight this year? No. Okay. They are going to win the wooden spoon this year. Titans are your wooden spooners? Yep. Why? They just they don't have that spark. I don't think Justin Holbrook has the the means with the team mm. he has currently to get them off the bottom ladder. Did you forget that they spent most of the season last year on the bottom. True. And if it weren't for the Tigers completely capitulating towards the end of the season and the Titans getting a few cheap wins at, at the back end against teams that had given up, like mm. Newcastle and like Manly, then they would have been bottom of the ladder. And I, I think Sam Verrills is good. I think Kieran Foran is good, but I just don't see enough from them that suggests that they're going to change that much from last year. I don't have them winning the wooden spoon. I don't think they'll be making the top eight either. I do think the signing there of Sam Verrills is very good. Underrated player. If he can stay injury-free, and that's been a lot of his issues with the Roosters over recent years is he picks up a lot of injuries. But, yeah, I can't see them making the top eight. What about this next one, the Bulldogs? Cameron Serraldo, new coach. Uh, they've got some new players in. Do you see them making the top eight this year? I see them being being in the top eight throughout mm. parts of this season. Mm. Uh, I think I just had them missing out, maybe finishing like ninth or tenth. Mm. But I really like where the Bulldogs are at, and I don't think it's finals or bust this year in terms of improvement. I think if they can just if we saw what we saw at the back end of last season in terms of how they played, especially with a year on uh, with Matt Burden with uh, Josh Adakar, um, with some of those other players that that shone through, and with Cam Serraldo, you've got Kick Out there, you've got Red Marnie there. They've got the talent and roster there. Mm. It's just about making sure they gel, and I don't think that that's going to happen in year one, Mm. I think, with that fully uh, fit team. But I think 
the only way is up, and I'm really excited for the Bulldogs. So I have them finishing around 10th. See, I only have one team from last year's top eight slipping out this year, so it's tricky. The Bulldogs would be one of those contenders to make the top eight. Of the teams that weren't in the top eight, I wouldn't be shocked to see them make it. It'll be about consistency for mine, mm. and if they can uh, keep that manly new coach again, Anthony Seabold, so much depends on the fitness of Tom Dravojevic. If he can play the majority of the season, I can see them in the top eight quite easily. If he gets injured in the first few weeks and is out for the majority of the season, they won't make the top eight. I have Manly making the top eight. You I have Manly. I've been finishing seventh. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for what the Manly Seagulls produce this season. Mm. I think from all the reports uh, from the off season, they've galvanized uh, what was a really broken team. Mm. I really like Anthony Seabold uh, as a coach. Listening to him uh, last year on throughout um, uh, SEN 1170, He's really smart. He he knows how to coach, um, and I just I think he just got a raw deal up in Brisbane, and now he's out of there. He's at arguably maybe a club with even more internal politics, Manly. But I think he's from the area. I think he's done a really good job. He's hit the ground running. Turbo is a massive inclusion back. If he can be as good as he was in that Dalian season, then they're on to a winner. So I'm I'm really excited for Manly. Yeah, I think the most likely team from out of the top eight to get into the top eight this year is Manly. So I'll go with you on the reviso that Tommy Turbo plays most of the season, if not swap them with the Bulldogs. But I'll go with Manly uh, for now. The Dragons, they are my wooden spooners in 2023. Just everything that has happened off the field, Anthony Griffin has to be the coach under the most pressure. There's no, well, I-, I will say now there is no chance they'll make the top eight. They're my wooden spooners. How do you see them going? The only other team I have uh, maybe coming close to the wooden spoon other dragons as well. Mm. Uh, I think they'll finish uh, 16th. I was going to say 15th. That's yep. not the second last 10th. No. They'll finish 16th, mm. I think. I just think there is, like I said with the Tigers, all the stuff off the field, there is so much stuff off the field with the dragons. They cannot stop tripping over themselves. And I think, yeah, Anthony Griffin just does not inspire me. And a lot of Dragons fans I know, which are a lot. There are yeah. a lot of Dragons fans, more Roosters fans, uh, <laughs> uh, more Dragons fans than Roosters fans. Um, they are not inspired by him as a coach. They are not excited for the season. They are happy that they've got the round one by because they're delaying the inevitable. Yep, agree. Uh, it's going to be a really long season for Dragons fans, which, you know what? Good riddance. No top eight. No top no. eight. Uh, now, the ninth place team last year, the Broncos, they had such a good year for the first 17, 18 weeks, but their last seven or eight weeks was pretty woeful. They've re-signed Kevin Baldus, the coach, until the end of 2025. Maybe that will give them some stability they're a hard one for me to get a read on the Broncos this year. I don't have them making my top eight, but they do have the talent that they probably could, if that makes sense. They do, but again, there's just so much unrest uh, at that club. And I think Kevin Walters, yeah, he's signed on, but with a whole bunch of clauses. Mm. So if he starts failing towards the middle part of the season or whatever, I wouldn't be surprised if he's also another coach on the chopping block. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think um, Reese Walsh, good signing. I think Adam Reynolds, if he can stay fit, is good. Um, you're right. I think they're one of the most talented teams in the competition. They just can't seem to get it right. And that fade away last year was absolutely unforgivable. Mm. They were they were top four with uh, about I think like six, seven, or maybe as much as eight weeks left to go, mm. and they somehow miss out on the the top eight altogether. Like one win outside of it, not even just on points, a whole win outside of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, they don't make the top eight for mine. All right. Yeah, I don't think they make the top eight either.
that is part one of our preview. Myself and Charlie Goodsir, what do you make of it? 0457 736 736 or open line number 1300 01 Charlie has the Titans finishing last, winning the wooden spoon. It's going to be an interesting year for the Titans. Sam Verrills, as I said, uh, with Charlie joins the Titans. He's a very good player, Sam Verrills, if he can stay injury-free. Kieran Foran has had a couple of good years at the Manly Sea Eagles, so he'll add some much-needed experience. I've got the Dragons as the wooden spoon. It's uh, just a lot of, as I said just then, just a lot of the off-field issues. And the Bulldogs are Manly, the most likely in our eyes to sneak into the top eight from those clubs that didn't make it last year. Your thoughts on all of that, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, the open line number. You can text 0457-736-736, part two of our season preview coming up after the next break. Uh, we will reveal our premiers and runners-up. What to hear from you as well this morning. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. Just a bit of other news floating about before a break, and then we get to our part two of our preview. Uh, the Newcastle Knights have declared that their Roosters-bound winger Dominic Young will not be leaving the club this year. Uh, General Manager of Football Peter Parr says is he, not, he is not going anywhere. The Knights have lost promising, uh, have lost, uh, of course, uh, Dominic Young. Also a couple of injuries there. So Peter Pass said, we can't afford to let Dominic go under these circumstances. Um, the Roosters will have to wait for next season. Our job is to win footy games with the best available roster. We know the Roosters were keen to pay a transfer fee or do a player swap uh, with certain players, but the Knights are saying no. Fair enough. Uh, at the end of the day, he's contracted to the Newcastle Knights for this year. Um, looks like he's going to join the Roosters next year. But as I said, when this whole story came out last uh, week, the end of the day, the Knights want to win football games this year and they need Dominic Young on the field. So I wouldn't be letting him go anywhere. Um, I think fair enough by Peter Palm and the Newcastle Knights. Dominic Young, it seems, will be staying at the Knights this year. And just ahead of the game tonight between the Eels and the Storm to kick off season 2023, uh, the Eels have lost winger Bailey Simonson on the eve of their season opener uh, after failing to recover from a, uh, from a shoulder injury. Uh, it looks like Simonson will be replaced by former Storm flyer Isaac Lumi Lumi for the Thursday night clash, uh, tonight's clash at Combank Stadium. So just one minor change early on. There may be more uh, as we get closer to... To kick off 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 after the next break, we will get back to our season preview with Charlie Goodsir. But what to hear from you? Got uh, two Char Grill Charlie vouchers to give away this morning worth $19. Your premiers, your grand finalists, and your headline for season 2023. What is your headline for season 2023 and your excitement level? on this Thursday morning as we build to kick off for the season. Back with more of our season preview, a few ticks there. I'll get to them after the break as well. It is bang on 5.30 in New South Wales, 4.30 in Queensland. And on the text line, Yeovil Truman saying, Hi, Dan. Uh, no, the season start is close when I had to do my tips last night. Going for the Panthers to win the minor premiership but the Cowboys to win the grand final. My headline for 2023 is Dolphins' last gasp win to seal a remarkable final spot in the playoffs. That from the Yeovil Treeman. So Yeovil Treeman, who's one of our loyal listers here on SEN, says that the Cowboys are going to win the grand final. The Panthers will win the minor premiership, but not go for the three-peat. And he believes the Dolphins are going to be in the finals. Uh Probably one of the few Yeovil Truman who thinks the Dolphins will be making the finals. But look, you never write off a coach like Wayne Bennett, do you? Um, and I think they are going to be, as I said to Charlie, more competitive 
than uh, a lot of people think. 0457 736 736. Your winners, your runners up, your headlines, and your excitement levels for season 2023. Uh, got two Chargrill Charlie vouchers to give away uh, to the value of $19. So your winners, your runners up, your excitement levels, and a headline if you want to throw one in for season 2023. Let's get back to our preview with myself and Charlie Goodsir. Then it's all yours. I want to hear what you think. one 1170 the open line number, or 0457 736 736. Eighth place Raiders. I think they slip out. Now, about six months ago, you said to me that the Raiders will make the preliminary final last year and also make the preliminary final this year. Are you sticking by that? Yep, the Raiders uh, will finish eighth. Eighth? They'll make the top they'll eight. They'll make the top eight? Yeah, okay. they'll make the top eight. Uh, I, I really like the Raiders. I think they punch above their weight mm. consistently. I don't think they get the credit they deserve. Mm. I think Ricky Stewart is an excellent coach. Mm. I'm, And I think with Jamal Fogarty, he was missing for that first half of the year. They they reached out to get him. They identified him as the guy they needed. And as soon as he came back in, you saw a completely different Raiders team than you saw the first week of the season. True. So I'm, I'm on the Raiders bus. I don't think they make the top eight, but we'll wait and see. Uh, seventh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs last year. I expect them to finish up higher on the ladder this year than they did last year, at least in the regular season. I have them finishing uh, second. Second. I, okay. I, I, I really like the Rabbitohs this year. I think... There's not really much to say other than the way they played towards back in the last season, making another prelim from a seventh-place finish, mm. the way they bullied your Sydney Roosters in that final, which mm. is one of the best finals Good final. we've seen in recent yeah. years, even though it wasn't close on the scoreboard. It was just a hotly bought contest. I think uh, signing Latrell, Cook, and, um, and Cody Walker, mm. uh, those big three, just gives them a lot of confidence moving forward. I think they've got... Um, a lot of young guys coming through that really excite me. I think Lachlan Ilias had a really good first year. Mm. I think uh, there was that moment where he was uh, benched in that uh, Dragons game. Mm. And that was a real sink or swim moment. And I think he swam and swam beautifully. Uh, Nicely said. Thank you. Uh, so I, I'm really excited for the Rabbitohs. I think second place finish. Yeah, I think the Rabbitohs in my top four. Roosters finished sixth last year in the regular season. They're another team I expect to be higher up the ladder. They have been hurt with injuries again at the start of the year. I think it might take them a couple of weeks to click, but you feel if they could stay injury-free and um, can maintain that momentum or start the momentum, they're going to be one of the harder teams to beat this year. I have them finishing third. Third? Okay. Um, yep. Probably on the same amount of wins uh, as the Rabbitohs, or if not, maybe just one below. Uh, I really like the Roosters. I don't like their... Uh, the way they recruit. Yeah, so I was disappointed I had COVID last week, so we couldn't have that <laughs> chat. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Possibly. Um, but uh, they're such a good team. Um, uh, they are the most talented team, um, on paper at least. The only issue is that they just can't seem to keep their best 17 on the park consistently no. week in, week out. And they often have those little lapses midway through the season where they drop maybe two or three games in a row or mm. something like that, which then puts them below the pack and and then have to do a lot of catching up. But I think they proved last year at the back end when they won, what was it, like nine games in a row yeah, in, in, like in the finals? Yeah. Um, the way they played was the best in uh, – they were the best team in the competition at that point. Mm. So I expect that to continue this season. Top eight for me too. Melbourne Storm, I expect them to make the eight – but it's going to be really interesting, especially depending how long Ryan Pappenhausen is out for, if he even comes back this year. I don't think he comes back this year at all, to be honest mm. with you. I think this is one of those scenarios 
where they say, oh, you know, I'll come back round one. Oh, he's actually pushed back week four, week five. And then it goes on radio and says, oh, that's optimistic. I'm mm. thinking like round 10. And then I think what's going to happen, round 10 is going to come. Oh, he's not ready yet, round 15. And then they're going to make the call and say he's not playing for the rest of the season. I think that's how it's going to play out. He, he's not running. No. It, like the um, the injury he had is similar to what happens when people are in car crashes. Like his knee was completely shattered. Yeah. Um, and they've lost a lot of uh, experienced players. Whether or not they were as good as they once were is irrelevant to me. I think experience is the most invaluable thing you can get uh, in any elite mm. sport team. Mm. Um, they are a really good team, a really well-coached team. They do make the eight, but I have them finishing sixth. Yeah, I think they'll be outside of the top four this year. The Parramatta Eels grand finalists last year finished fourth in the regular season, did well to actually finish there. Uh, I think they make the eight, but I can see them being one of the big sliders this year. They don't make the eight. Ooh. I don't think they'll make the eight. I think they'll slide. I think there are a few. There might be a few scars left after that grand final. Mm. The score flattered them in the end when they scored those two late tries. I was happy that they scored a try, especially with Clint Gutherson getting a try. I think he was their best by mile mm. in that grand final, but they were absolutely smashed. Yeah. Um, it was not a competitive grand final at all, and I think that leaves a lot of scars. Mm. Um, and whether or not they're good enough to bounce back from that. They've lost a lot of good players as well. Isaiah Papali to the West Tigers and uh, Reef Miner to the Bulldogs. And uh, Hodgson, who's, who's come in, he's, he's still a really good player, but he's looking a bit slow, and that's understandable coming back from an ACL injury. So I just don't have that level of confidence in the Eels, and I hope I'm wrong because I really do like the Eels. I just don't see them returning back. They are entertaining to watch when they're at their best, but they have lost a lot of key players. You're right. We'll see what happens. The Cowboys, they were one of the surprise packets of last year, finished third. Um, how do you see them going this year? No one's really talking about the Cowboys, despite how well they did last year. I think the surprise factor is gone. Yep. Um, and I think the Cowboys and the Sharks are very similar to me in the fact that they had a really good mm. breakout season last year, but now everyone knows what they're about. Mm. There's no surprise anymore. And now there's that level of expectation that they're mm. going to be back there again. Mm. I think the Cowboys and Sharks will play finals and I think mm. they will be around that top four. Mm. I had the Cowboys finishing fifth. Fifth. Okay. Fifth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's where I see them too. I see them around the top four. The Cronulla Sharks had a bit of a soft draw, some would say, last year and then went out in straight sets in the finals. Craig Fitzgibbon, he was on breakfast the other day with Vossi and Brandy. Very impressive when he speaks. Second year of coaching, Nico Hines, his second year at the Cronulla Sharks. How do you see them faring? Yeah, Craig Fitzgibbon is so impressive. And he strikes me as a coach that is really diligent in his approach and the way he sort of assesses a problem. I was listening to Wade Graham last night on NRL 360 and pretty much echoed the exact same thing that Craig Fitzgibbon said is that they were disappointed with their straight sets final exit uh, last season. Mm. They've done a lot to address it. Um, and it's really shown in the way they train. I really like the Sharks. I think they'll make top four. Mm. I have them finishing fourth. Mm. Um, I don't see them as a premiership contender yet. No, either do I. Yeah, unfo unfortunately, I think. But, I mean, wait and see. They might come out and play and, and be great, but just from last season, I thought they played really well. They won the games they should have. Mm. I just don't see them making that next step yet. They had some very impressive wins last year, but... Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. They just—they just for me that they're, they're close and they could get there, but I just think they might need another year or two. A team uh, that has been there and done it the past two years, the Penrith Panthers. Now, ask your premiers in a minute. Uh, look, what do you think of Penrith first? I 
love Penrith. I mm. think they are so good. And I love that they've lost all these players and everyone's sort of writing them off. I reckon that is exactly what Iman Cleary wants. Yep. He'll put a big thing, uh, a big headline every single week saying, oh, we're writing the Panthers off or they've lost too many players. They can't go do the three-peat. Mm. And that will be so much motivation for this Panthers side that they didn't or they didn't need mm. at all. Mm. I, I see them finishing first again, run away first as well. Mm. I think they are the best team I've seen in my lifetime. I think they'll, uh, yeah, uh, look, I think uh, regular season will be first as well. Uh, I can't yeah. see, uh, look, I think they may slip a bit, but I can't see them slipping that much, I don't think. Now, grand mm. finalists, who's going to be playing in the grand final? I think uh, the Panthers and the Roosters are going to be playing in the grand final. You know, it's what's scary. I agree with you. Mm. I, I would throw a wild card in Souths. I can see Souths. I, I would love that. That is that is what I want in my heart is a Rooster Souths grand final, but my head says Panthers, Roosters. Okay. Who wins? Uh, Panthers. Panthers. I, I think they go the three, Pete. I think, and you'll probably call me by us, but <laughs> if you take away the Roosters hat, look, I think Panthers, Roosters, Souths are easily, in my head, the three top teams in the competition uh, on I paper. I agree. I agree. I just think that the Roosters, on paper, should be able to take it out. But what a story it would be if it was a Pat. Well, the South Roosters Grand Final would be great. But what about a Panthers Roosters Grand Final? The back-to-back premiers of eighteen nineteen up against the back-to-back premiers of twenty one twenty two and potentially a three-peat. Yeah, uh, it, it's insane. And uh, you, you say that the Roosters are the best team on paper. It's a shame that uh, the games aren't played on paper. They're played Correct. on they're played on grass. They are. They uh, are played so, on grass. So that's why I sort of lean to the Panthers. But I agree. I think. Um, I think it's between those three, the Roosters, Rabbitohs, or the Panthers that take out this year's premiership. All right, Panthers for you? Panthers for me. Roosters for mine, just. Thank you, Charlie. We'll chat tomorrow. Uh, uh, just quickly, uh, Eels storm tonight. Uh, I'm going the Eels. Eels, yeah, I think the Eels will win as well. Thank you. Great stuff. Thank you. We'll revisit this in about seven months' time. Uh, thank you, Charlie Good, sir. So there you have it, our NRL season preview here on Trady. Stack of text there, I'll get to them after the break as well. But uh, just recapping, if you just switched the radio on and missed the first part of it, Charlie has the Titans winning the Wooden Spoon. I've got the Dragons. Sorry, Dragons fans. Uh, I've got the Dragons winning the Wooden Spoon. Uh, he has the Raiders making the top eight. Uh, and out of those uh, teams that didn't make the top eight last year, we're both sort of thinking either the Bulldogs or Manly. Uh, on the proviso that Tom Dravojevic stays fit. Um, and he's got the Raiders making the top eight. I don't. He's got the Eels. Charlie has the Eels slipping out of the top eight. Is, does it, and I know there's been a bit of talk about the Parramatta Eels potentially slipping out of the top eight. Um, do you see, do you agree with Charlie? The Eels could be uh, one of those teams that are in a bit of trouble heading into this year. I still have them there, but I still think... They will slip, as I just said. And Charlie has the Panthers as the Premiers. I've got the Roosters, but I think the Roosters, South Sydney, and the Penrith Panthers uh, are all there and thereabouts. And to be honest, there'll be another team that no one has really thought of. And you can't rule out teams like the Sharks and the Cowboys. The Storm as well, Parramatta. It is such an open competition. But what say you? Uh, 0457-736-736. Still got a chance to take a call as well. one 1170 on the open line. Your premiers, your runners-up, and your headline for season 2023. Uh, I will get to your texts after the break to wrap things up. Just quickly as well, good to see Latrell Mitchell has uh, put an arm around his World Cup winning teammate, Angus Crider, who we know who's going through a bit of a tough time at the moment. 
Um, he has been sidelined due to mental illness. And his father confirmed last week that he has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, uh, who won a premiership, of course, with Crichton at the Roosters in 2019, said yesterday, I reached out to his dad. I just wanted to make sure they're going all right. And that's the type of person I am. I try to put my best foot forward. I've got a good connection with Charlie, his old man, and Angus. We won a comp together, so I just wanted to make sure he's doing all right. They are travelling okay. Let's really quickly go to the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Ray from Little Bay. Morning to you, mate. Morning, mate. How are you going? Good, good. Uh, mate, I actually think Wayne Bennett this year might do something and um, do something special. And uh, the Dolphins will be in there in the top eight this year. And I, I think fighting for premiership mm. will definitely be the Roosters. And I think Cowboys will go a step further this year. All right. You think the Cowboys? So who, do you think the Cowboys are going to win it, or you reckon the Roosters? Roosters will win it. Cowboys will go one strong. I think it's going to be a Roosters-Cowboys final. Oh. I actually follow Newcastle Knights, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you you probably uh, uh, you probably not a big fan of the Roosters at the moment. No, no, definitely not. But uh, I follow football in general and, um, you know, the stats and so on and history, and I, I think they've got a really good good side this year. All right, so the Roosters to win it in your eyes, the Cowboys uh, to be close, and you think the Dolphins make the top eight? Yep. Okay, there's been a couple of people that have said that. Uh, Ray, thanks for the call, mate. Are you excited for the season to start? Oh, mate, can't wait. Can't wait. I'll be, I, I, work, I, work in, I, I work in Parramatta, so I'll be feeling it tonight, seeing all the people walking past. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a huge crowd. Thanks for the call, mate. Call any time. Bye-bye. Thank you. 1-300-01-1170, the open line number, or 0457-736-736. We'll take a break. We'll finish off with all your predictions next. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yeah, EPL this morning. Arsenal taking on Everton at 6.45. Liverpool Wolves at 7 a.m. Man Man United in action in the FA Cup against West Ham and Sheffield United taking on Tottenham. We'll wrap that all up with John Gallo uh, tomorrow morning. All right, your text to finish things off, your predictions for 2023. This from Rooster Mars. Good morning, Dan and Charles. I'm hungry. Premiers, the Roosters. Most improved, <laughs> the Roosters. Headline, Roosters send their favourite son, JWH, out with a premiership. Uh, and also, potentially, Daniel Tupo. Uh, uh, Runners-up, who cares? Wooden Spooners, Rabbitohs. Thank you. All right. Very biased text to the Roosters. Thank you. Uh, Brett says, morning, Dan. Roosters versus South's grand final. Uh, Roosters, Premiers. Titans to make the top eight as a smoky. Charlie has them as the Wooden Spooners. Uh, Wooden Spooners, the Dragons. Headline, a week's is a long time in footy. KO Week shows he has a big future in the NRL. Thank you, Brett. This one from Dan. Good morning, Dan. Premiers, the Roosters. Runners-up, the Rabbitohs. Clive Churchill, medalist Sam Walker. Dally M. Luttrell. Wooden Spoon, the Dragons. Uh, they're only one Ben Hunt injury away from the spoon. And Crisco says Bennett proves he's a magician with the Dolphins easily trained to win. Manly top four, Penrith to win, Roosters runner-up. Well, it all begins tonight. Uh, looking forward to it. You'll hear it, of course, here on SEN. Coming up on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, Chase Buford, the Sydney Kings coach, ahead of the grand final series starting tomorrow, which you'll hear on SEN. Wally the Statsman back to give all his stats heading into a big round one of the National Rugby League. Tomorrow on this show, we'll preview the rest of round one. Chris Perkins from America and John Gallo to talk all things footy. I'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the footy.